0: are you using your roadmap or are you relying upon somebody else's?
1: Have your goal be in pen, but with the plan and the timing, you kind of have to have it in pencil because you have to be able to account for and adjust when stuff happens in real time. And sometimes, like you said, it can be external factors like a global pandemic, but it can also be internal factors that, you know, what once lit you up, no longer lights you up, and you want to pursue something completely different and giving yourself permission to do that.
0: Having a plan just really clarifies. It lets me know, like, what are my priorities for the coming year, for the coming month, for the coming week, and how am I going to dedicate time and focus to achieving them? Welcome to the Swag and Soul Show
1: a virtual road trip between two entrepreneurs and BFFs
0: who are navigating the uncertainty and possibility of pursuing life off the beaten path.
1: Hi, I'm Christina, a wife, mother, karaoke queen, and a fierce founder with a massive mission to create a more just, equitable, and flourishing world. I guide executives, educators, and entrepreneurs to marry their personal essence with their professional excellence in order to achieve greater freedom, fulfillment, and flow. And I am in
0: Yeti, a chief swagger officer and burnout survivor, passionate about reimagining well being. I am bodacious and loquacious. I love geeking out about empowering C suite execs, entrepreneurs, and women in leadership to achieve multiple streams of wealth, health, and joy. My superpower is advising superstars on how to rock their
1: swagger to the boardroom and beyond. Together, we are here to be your biz besties and help you navigate this journey from powerhouse pivots to purpose-driven paths.
0: You have the key to unlock limitless possibilities with swag and soul.
1: Where we hashtag manifest your destiny while pursuing your wildest ambitions.
0: I remember growing up and going on road trips as a kid. I remember my dad would pile us into the car, and, you know, we went from upstate New York to Florida one time. And I was super, super excited. This is before I knew how to drive. and he would like pull out this massive map that had all fifty states on it, right? Like, and he would literally. Chart every single major interstate highway through way that we had to take to get us all the way down to our destination. I mean, this is pre GPS days, right? There was no turn right here, turn left. This sounds absolutely terrible and terrifying. <laughs> I mean, it was. What was more terrifying was the fact that he had four girls and he thought he would rather have the cassette tape player than a van that had ample seats. This is the time we started having hips. So we were all like piled (laughs) into the back of that car, hanging on to each other for dear life, you know, because he needed to have his tunes. But I just remember him like plotting out that entire journey. And it was around the time where you'd have to stop at the gas station. You'd say, where's this street? Or they'd say, oh, two roads down, take a right. Or you'd ask the person you were going to visit because you needed that like high level view of where you were heading. But I just remember thinking like, you know, when GPS was invented, like, how did we live without this? How did we live without this? Just wild. I also have a friend who hates when the GPS is on because she says it can't you know, she can't hear herself think when it's saying turn right, turn left. So she just likes to see the map, but she doesn't like to hear the directions because she likes to sense for herself what is the right next move. So
1: I personally love the British lady.
0: <laughs> so you like being told what to do. I, I
1: Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes it's refreshing to be told what to do. But I do get what you're saying. Like there is something, I don't know if primal is the right word, but it like gets you back into yourself and maybe it's some intellect and some intuition when we had to go on it on our own with just the tool of the map, right? And not have the GPS automatically tell us things. And of course, if you've ever been a GPS, you know that sometimes the GPS is wrong and that's where you really, it really goes left. But I mean, it's funny, you know, you described your dad and I'm thinking about my own dad and I feel like he had the same maps that your dad had, but I don't, feel like he really knew how to read them correctly. And he would always get overwhelmed and he'd wind up taking a wrong turn or the wrong exit. And then we'd have to stop. We'd have to ask. I feel like sometimes he'd be more confused by what the person shared than even if he had just tried to kind of figure things out on his own. And maybe I inherited some of his poor direction. When I was in college, my college boyfriend actually lived in Brooklyn and I had made also some friends at school that lived in the city. And so if anybody knows the geography of New York state to go from the capital region down to New York city, it's a pretty straight shot in terms of you just go down 87 South, but when you actually get into the city and you're going down FDR drive, or you're going down the West side highway, it's can be very overwhelming, especially, I mean, I think about it. I was, I think, 19. Maybe 20. I hadn't even been driving that long. And then to have these New York City drivers sort of weaving in and out. And I literally would have like a piece of paper. I distinctly remember I had a piece of paper with like the directions sort of like point by point. You know, you take this exit, you're going to take a right here, you're going to take a left here. And it's like I had to be able to read and kind of watch. But even though I had the right terms of like, okay, you're going to take this bridge or you're going to get in this lane. To get off this exit. It's like the signs were like all overlapping. It was really overwhelming. And so I don't know. It's like sometimes it felt like even though I had a plan, following the plan was just as hard. But I guess my question to you is like, why is it even important to have a plan? And like, how does the plan basically even help you?
0: I mean, you're what you just described that like White knuckle clenching of the steering wheel. Like, I think so many people can relate to that. And you also didn't describe the taxi cabs coming in and out, the motorcycles, the random pedestrians who think it's a great idea to run across a major um, like intersection. So like you having the map or having the turn by turn directions doesn't even always account for all of the interference that comes along the way of getting to your destination. So I think when I relate that to my life, my like personal, professional, like ambitions, I realize every time I've written down something, I actually do it. Yeah. Like I actually, when I write down a plan, you know, I will actually do it. And I I have this whole process, like I'll search for the most beautiful journal or notebook and like have this whole like ritual or a ceremony around it. Right. Of like, I'm going to make, write down my goals or I'm going to write down like what it is that I want to achieve for the new year. And it's like a process that I celebrate and I look back and reflect on, but I know that there were some times where I was afraid to write down the plan or I wasn't like committed to the actual destination, right? Like that there were times for me that sometimes actually deciding on the destination, Right was the hardest thing. And so I think the beauty of a plan that is that it helps you accelerate your pace. Like having those directions, having the destination actually helps you to accelerate your pace. It helps you to figure out like where it is that you're heading and how to get there right in the fastest possible path. And I know for me, speed was always like right there next to direction, right? Like yeah. I want to know directionally where I'm going, but I also want to get there the fastest way. And so I think Having a plan just really clarifies. It lets me know, like, what are my priorities, right, for the coming year, for the coming month, for the coming week? Like, what are my priorities and how am I going to dedicate time and focus to achieving them?
1: Hey, hey, Swag and solsters. We wanna let you know about a very special opportunity to get more connected with finding your way through the chaos of this online jungle and business world. And
0: life as well. As many of you may already know, Christine and I were faced with hard times when the pandemic hit, and we had to
1: find a way to hit back. I was
0: trying to bounce back from a layoff from my dream job as a corporate
1: exec. And after quitting my job as a principal due to my mom's illness and reinventing my career, I found myself on hold with the unemployment office after the pandemic eviscerated my biz down to zero. From having to navigate uncertainty with no playbook to questioning
0: everything about the meaning of success, we know what it's like to try to figure things out, to discover what we wanted out of our lives, clarify our
1: purpose, and design a life that worked for us which is why we created the Swag and Soul Strategy Sesh for you. And Yeti and I are two friends who are travel buddies on this epic adventure, figuring out work-life harmony together, which has made the journey so much easier and fun. Consider us your besties by your side as you are figuring it all out. Imagine having a human GPS or tag team of trusted
0: advisors to help you navigate finding your way through the corporate jungle of leadership.
1: Honestly, we wish we had had this when we started.
0: Exactly, there's so much noise out there. People telling us how to do things their way,
1: so many shoulds and coulds. So many people showing us their highlight reels without sharing their bloopers, outtakes and heartbreaks along the way to help us see the journey that took them there. You might see me and Christina out in these online streets
0: and think, damn, they're killing the game. And in lots of ways we are, but we also know what it's like to have to reinvent yourself when life did not go according to plan.
1: And we want to help you get to where you want to be by getting in the driver's seat and having the audacity and confidence to lead with your vision and values.
0: Yes, you can enjoy the journey and reimagine your path.
1: If you're like us and want to figure out how to root into your authenticity and authority while winning at work, wealth, and well-being, click the links in the show notes and visit us at swagandsoul.com
0: to book your Swag and Soul strategy sesh.
1: And be prepared to feel guided and supported as you discover that the messiness
0: and unpredictability of leading through uncertainty
1: can be an epic adventure that allows you to create your own roadmap
0: and reach your desired destination. How about you? Are you like much of a planner? I mean, I kind of know the answer to this.
1: Definitely. I mean, I think I have referenced this before where I joke that I've had a five-year plan since I was like five years old. and Every, you know, every few years I'm readjusting, I'm refining. But like I said, I wanted to, you know, graduate from college, that I wanted to travel abroad. I wound up living in Korea. I came back to the city. I wanted to teach in Brooklyn. And then within five years, I found myself wanting to consider being a principal, which seemed kind of crazy because I feel like all of us have our mental models of what a principal looks like. And it's usually an old white guy. And here I was. not even 27 years old. And I think part of when you think about plans, it's that you actually have this audacity to have this big vision or ambition. And so for me, I used my plans to back up the vision that I had for myself, right? And I think that sometimes what's challenging is life doesn't just stand still while we're pursuing all of our goals or whatever our vision is. And so it's like, how do you kind of create a plan when you're in maybe a season of uncertainty? Like when I was at the pinnacle of about to become a principal, you know, graduating from my program, My marriage was literally falling apart and I was in the middle of purchasing my first piece of real estate, right? And a a 700 square foot apartment in Brooklyn. So I guess I'm wondering for you, have there been times where you created a plan despite the fact that chaos was happening all around you?
0: Definitely, definitely. I feel like I, A, graduated twice in a recession, so Mm -hmm. that definitely- checks the chaos box, right? So I think sometimes the chaos is external. It's stuff that's happening around us, like in the industry, the market, the world at large. And that has happened to me several times as I was like trying to embark on a new journey. And then I also think sometimes it can be personal. Like I remember right after my mom passed away, had just graduated from undergrad and I wasn't quite ready to take on a full-time role. I ended up taking like a part-time role that would allow me to like be more present for my family during that time and I just remember that it was hard to really plan far ahead but I knew that I still had the ambitions and I remember finding myself in roles sometimes you know you're in a role where it's like nobody's getting promoted like the yeah the head of the head of that department would have to die before that role right. it was like there was no path and I remember like <laughs> feeling frustrated by that, right, of not knowing, like, yes, I need to figure out my immediate next steps, but also I want to know, like, what does the future path look like as well? And I think sometimes those decisions are made for us, right? Mm -hmm. Those decisions are made for us. And we get to, like, reclaim that, which I ended up doing after getting laid off. I got to reclaim, like, what is it that really matters to me? right? In terms of making sure I'm aligned to my path. Sometimes that could be spiritual, right? Spiritual connecting to your the source of your power or even to the higher meaning and purpose that you want your work to be able to deliver in the world. Sometimes it can be like academic, right? Like that you want to get some academic accolades or research or degrees or whatever it is that will help you achieve the broader goal. Sometimes it can be professional, right? Like ways to align. Is this aligned to what actually lights me up in terms of how I use my unique gifts and skills and talents? So I think that having a plan, but then also having a way to filter and evaluate opportunities that present themselves helps you to check in with yourself to say, is this aligned with my path? Is this aligned with my plan? And it gives you a sense for what to say yes to and what to say no to. How do you go about that process of like yes, staying true to your plan, but also like receiving the new information that comes as you're kind of navigating.
1: So I always say uh, to my clients, have your goal be in pen, but with the plan and the timing, you kind of have to have it in pencil because you have to be able to account for and adjust when stuff happens in real time. And sometimes Like you said, it can be external factors like a global pandemic, but it can also be internal factors that, you know, what once lit you up no longer lights you up and you want to pursue something completely different and giving yourself permission to do that. But, you know, for me, I think you brought up a good point that this is not limited to only the professional, right? Like part of my five year plans was also family planning. In my first marriage, I thought that I would have kids by the time I was 28. And I mean, down to like when the baby would be delivered. right? Like I thought it just worked like that. And then to be on the precipice of my 28th you know, revolution around the sun and know that my marriage was not in a place where that would be conducive to anything. And so I didn't wind up having my own kid until 35. I got to be a bonus mom at 30, but that was definitely something where I had to go through a surrendering and releasing, actually. It was a combination of releasing and surrendering. It was releasing my expectation for what it was going to be, what it was going to look like, how it was going to happen, when it was going to happen, and just trusting that whatever was supposed to happen was going to happen. And I always thought I would have like a soccer team of children. (laughs) And as it stands right now, I have two, right? I have a seven-year-old and I have an 18-year-old. We've talked about potentially you know, pursuing foster care to adoption or something, and my family may expand in that way. But also understanding that I've had school kids, right, along the way. And I'm I'm doing more mentorships with young people. And so I can have kids that aren't my kids and still fulfill some of those those longings and desires. I don't know if you have anything that kind of feels the same where something is veering.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the long and short, the long and short is I think everybody feels like they're behind schedule in some way. Like everybody feels like they're behind some invisible schedule that they're chasing to get caught up to. I mean, we hear this term keeping up with the Joneses, but it's like, you talked about that in terms of your path to becoming a mom, but also like, oh, I should have gotten promoted by this time. I mean, I Mm -hmm. used to drive myself nuts about, you know, that like thinking about, am I on pace? Am I on track? Am I behind schedule? So, you know, we want to ask you the question, right? Like, are you using your roadmap or are you relying upon somebody else's?
1: Yeah, and then it's like once you you get through that, differentiating or distinguishing or defining, is this really my roadmap or is it somebody else's that I've inherited? Then it's like, think about a time that you actually had to adjust a plan to get to your goal and what did you learn from it? Sometimes it's that path, right, that we didn't expect to take that brought so much richness to our lived experiences that has such a a bigger impact than it even would have if it had just gone according to plan. But take some time to journal that.
0: We would love to hear from you. So you're welcome to share with us on YouTube, in the comments, let us know what it is that you are planning, right? Where you've had an opportunity, where you had to veer off that path. And as Christina said, reflect on whether or not that roadmap that you've been following is even your own.
1: Well, I enjoyed chatting with my in real life bestie and my virtual biz besties today.
0: As did I. We trust you had a blast on this joy
1: ride with us. We want you to help spread the word that life's journey is much sweeter with a little more swag and soul. You can help us do this by
0: leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so that we can reach more ears and spread the positivity, helping more Swagnistas and Soulsters reach
1: greatness. Don't forget to visit SwagAndSoul.com to book your Swag and Soul strategy sesh.
0: We definitely wish we had something like this when we started. Until next time, remember, you have the key to unlock limitless possibilities with swag and soul.
1: Where we hashtag manifest your destiny while pursuing your wildest ambitions.